September 11th. Didn't even know that until I looked at the date before I started recording this. Everyone just take a deep breath in, because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and... Talk about the things I've been talking about myself. This week has been amazing. Absolutely amazing and transformative. Mentally, especially, because I chose it. That's one thing, if not the main thing, I want to touch on in this podcast, in this episode. You know that thing that you think you didn't choose. Mm. Down to the fucking emotion you felt. Do you remember that? I was offended. I was angry. You made me sad. You made me happy. You made me giggle. You made me feel love. You made me da 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 da. Whether it produces serotonin or cortisol, that is entirely up to you and your brain and how aware you are of the mechanism your brain is. How aware you are of the mechanism that is your brain. That's what I mean. And then realizing that The next step is, well then, within my brain, who's pulling the levers of the the chemical dump that I'm getting throughout my body when I'm seeing certain experiences happen before me? Am I replaying past trauma and therefore doing old routes and routines of chemical dumps where it's stress? adrenaline, all that shit, because somebody said I was bad, and when we were little children, we were very susceptible to that. There were no constructs involved, or or constructed to help us learn how to protect ourselves and protect our hearts from ourselves, really, because our parents don't know how to do that. Our parents will... Well, I think it's, it's far too conclusive for me to say that our parents will never know how to do that. But I suppose... No, you know what? No, you know what? I'm going to take a positive spin on this. Our parents will learn how to do that for themselves. They will. They will learn how to love themselves and truly see truly see that, oh man, oh no, oh shit, now I understand, I should have just, I should have just been there for you to let you be you, yeah, I think, I think altruistically like that, I love that, anyway, back to what I was saying, um, when it comes to, uh, the, the, the reality that you are in, is because it is the reality that you have constructed for yourself. You made it this way. So, One can be mad at that. You're not mad at me for that. I didn't make your reality the way that it is. I didn't do that. You did. And the reality that I live in, I've made for myself as well. 
the repeated toxic relationships I've been in are because of me. The only reason why I was attracted to certain partners was because my subconscious was still seeking out the approval of mother. Who my mother was probably seeking out the approval of her mother and her father. And so the cycle goes on and on until we start taking responsibility for our own reality, seeing it as it is. And I will take a very lighthearted and Luciferian uh, aspect, the way that I like to interpret Lucifer. The light bringer is that that is what you truly desired. And once you realize and truly get honest with yourself about that, that you truly desired this reality that you live in, then, well, if I desired this without even trying, aka subconsciously, then what could I do more or just be more effortlessly if I incorporated my conscious mind and my conscious desires and integrated them into my subconscious, which has already been manifesting my reality so effortlessly. We didn't even fucking think about it. Do you guys think about this? That intuition that you feel sometimes, like check this out follow me that intuition that you feel about that that or that gut impulse of like oh man i want to i'm going for that or i'm not going to do that because I, my gut says i'm scared or blah blah blah, blah or whatever or whatever i want to fuck that person or i don't I, I don't because they won't find me pretty or i'm, I'm going to post this selfie or i don't because i'm scared or blah blah, blah. Uh, 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 uh. that second guessing stuff That is your reality and your wanted reality conflicting. What if one relaxed their both, both of their brains? Like, I know it's, I'm trying to simple, uh, simplify it. Uh, into so it's conscious and subconscious, you know, it, like other uh, people, they like to say the left hemisphere and the and the right hemisphere, and and when it comes to creativity and logic, and that's that's not entirely true scientifically. So for for the discussion that I'm and the parallel that I'm endeavoring to make now, a harmony between the conscious and the subconscious mind, and when I say harmony. I mean a relaxed state where, where there is, where the conscious mind so consumed about the daily stuff, where I have to do and I, I need to do and, and, and whatever, understand and truly embrace that you are already going to do those things because that is who you are. So there is no need to stress and worry about all of the things that you think you need to do, want to do. The fact is, you, in a grander sense, time-space continuum, you've already done them. And you will do them. Because that is who you are. Now, so, so that who you are thing, I think that that is up to us, the individual. Now, so what my example is, I see myself as who you are, right? Now, as like, um, I look, I look at environmental feedback to, okay, so where do I live right now? I live in a, an apartment home, 
or a double wide, and uh, I smoke a lot of cigarettes. I drink a lot, and I kind of live in this house that is is like it feels beneath me. And yet I'm grateful for to be here, but this 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 area that I live in it, 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 it's not that true sense of who I know I am. I mean, I do love when all of us roommates are home together, and it does feel a little bit like Christmas morning. You know, we're, we're all getting talking, we're all getting to know each other. I love that. The house itself is not me, and of course it's not me because it's not owned by me. I didn't go out and actively seek this. I was afforded this beautiful opportunity to have a roof over my head. Survival mode. I'm coming out of that. And now, coming out of that, um, my end, whatever that means, uh, my my eternal goal is self-actualization. Who the fuck so, if I get to decide, there have been a couple of videos on YouTube that I've watched, and really it comes up, it comes down to you deciding. It comes up and down, as below and so is above. It comes down to you deciding who you are. And that's it. Are you the most healthy, beautiful person that you can be? So then decide that. I am. You say I am the most beautiful and healthy person I can be. And then keep that. Keep that. That little mantra. That little idea in your head. Keep that close to your fucking heart. And you will be guided to exactly what that means. What I mean for me, and I'm so glad you asked, <laughs> is that I am here to help heal, to help, to make people laugh, to make people ponder and pontificate. A provocateur in a sense. I'm not here for a lot of other things that people think I'm here for. They can't hear my song yet, then maybe next time they see my song. Maybe next time they meet me. I've done some things. I've done a lot of things that were out of true character. <clears throat> that weight still is heavy sometimes. I embrace who I am is embracing that too. I had this conversation with myself uh, on, on the way to work today when I was I was really anxious about how the night was going to go because I'm a server at Wing Nuts and it was it's the first football game uh, since you know uh, COVID nineteen hit and whatever and nobody know uh, we we didn't know. Especially I didn't, you know, being the lowly, <laughs> lowly. I just didn't know. And so, because of what I've been experiencing these past couple of uh, days, is that I, I uh, this conversation that I had with myself was one uh, where I decided and felt and understood and continued to logic through this, by the way, is that it doesn't really matter what happens because I know that I'm going to do my fucking best I'm going to attack this fear that I have with the love of being good at my job or no, that's the surface the love of being a team player I love being a support I love helping. Uh, I loved helping Maureen and Tammy, and then I loved that Jalen came in and helped. And it, 
was it was well received by me. And even though there were some there were some hiccups along the way on my end, and I'm sure that that there were hiccups uh, with other with, with my other servers, you know. I wasn't super focused on their errors because I was all about my business, which was to serve the greater. The issues that I encountered, I sorted out. And I'm proud of myself for not kowtowing into fear and self-loathing. I did say I am sorry. I am so sorry, I forgot to enter your food. I've already sorted out a solution, right? I gave you 30% off and the next round's on me. Boom, they don't have to think about it. And then maybe one of the tables, it was pretty bad how long it took for me to enter their food and I forgot. But, um, so, I, so then I, I took 30% off, your next round's on me. Is that acceptable to you guys? You know, like, is that enough? Like, and I truly felt like, is that enough? I will give more because I really do feel like you guys come in here all the time. You expect a certain level and I, I fucked that up. I did. I mean, yeah, I prioritize something else other than you. And I see that and I want to make ownership and make reparations for that. And it turns out uh, they were cool with that. I mean, maybe they didn't tip very well. I don't know. I don't care. Because uh, they're probably so distracted with what they had going on in their life that uh, this would just end up being like, oh, cool, we got a 30% discount. I didn't have to buy my second round. Sweet. Oh, and then the baby's crying. You know, like, they're still going to come to Wingnuts because they know they get treated well. Treated like humans. Treated like people treated like people that's beautiful and that's kind of and that's kind of that grace that I've found because I've been talking with myself and not just talking at myself speaking with myself my heart my head and the other thing that sees it all beyond that. What does it mean? What does it mean when I'm upset? Why am I angry? Why am I sad? Why? And this is the hardest time. Why am I happy right now? It's hard to, it's not hard to like feel it. It's hard to question that and to ask that question. Why am I happy right now? And to realize that even asking the question, why am I happy right now? That doesn't diminish your happiness, you know? I mean, I feel like it shouldn't because that leads you to your bliss. All of it leads you to your bliss. What makes me the most happy? What makes me the most sad? What in essence makes me feel the most? Or if you're not comfortable with uh, feels, what inspires me the most? Or what do I fucking love doing? If I could just do this and only this, now think deep, think big, then I would be at peace. I wouldn't need anything else because I'm doing this. Think about that. Think about that. Deep, 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 deeper, deeper. Now see if you can feel it. And if you can't, that's cool. But see. public relations um, I love interacting with humans but on my terms and I also love evoking emotion seeing the vulnerable side and not to exploit it anymore 
know that I used to have this ability to, you know, exploit human emotion and manipulate it for my own benefit, and I fucking uh, know that, hate that, don't, well, no, I don't, because it was a malformed, it was a malformed uh, practice into who I truly am. I had the skill, I used it, I used it uh, inaccurately, now I use it with, with intent to help, and yeah, no, so, so there's mine, thus far, and I love, I'm so glad, if you've listened to uh, the podcast up until this point, this, this is amazing, um, thank you so much for listening, um, perfect timing, I gave myself a half an hour to talk to y'all, and so that's where we're at, I'm going to pick the perfect song for this, and you guys have a beautiful night or day or whatever right because time is a construct we are eternal beings we are eternally powerful everything that you think you can't do that is exactly what you can do and that's it i love you guys be well Good morning. I want to get right to the fucking point. Bioengineering. Saw this episode. Saw the show on Netflix. The background is... Saw the show on Netflix. Not bioengineering. And I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about a lot of things. But I want to talk about this aspect specifically. Bioengineering and scientists. I am not opposed to science, but I question the limits that academic scientific exploration has on itself. If you do not produce material or you do not produce conclusive results, then your tenure is taken away from you. You are not allowed to explore certain aspects of the human psyche. You are not allowed to delve into magic, as it were. You are only allowed to delve into magic in the parameters that academic society and science give you. This is the folly of academic, well, and academia at large. The study of the natural world started with assholes who felt insecure about how they were and who they were. They did not know how to sit with themselves and realize that there is always going to be an aspect of the unknown until we die. When we die, I firmly believe that we will not know the answers even then. And what answers are we even fucking looking for? Now, when it comes to logic and the logical systems that are in place, this is what I want you to consider. These logical systems were derived from the human brain to explain the human brain, which, by the way, named itself, of course, if you follow uh, any kind of philosophical study. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to assume. The brain named itself. So, how is it then that we can trust truly like, not just trust, but how can the brain derive truth if it named itself? Well, it's a biased system, is it not? What I mean is, you know those, um, those self-deprecating thoughts you have? Those, uh, s- those things that you do that you do not fully understand, and yet... You do them anyway. Well, 
And that is the brain interpreting signals from the external world. If you only take information from the external world, and by external world, I mean what our senses perceive. <laughs> by the way, the more that I learned about the natural world, about other beings within this natural world, like shrimp, there are a breed of shrimp that see colors that we cannot see. Women, females, can see colors that a man cannot see. It seems as though, but I think a highly trained uh, eye. Well, the, the men and women differentiation is stupid and short-sighted. It must needs be then of course, that gender is a construct, as is time. And so, the lies, the calculated lies that we've been sold. And simplification is nice, and it's very easy to embrace. So then, it would be very easy to go into the polarization of ideas. Ideas such as, which seem as rudimentary to our society as, there are only two genders, male or female. There are only two races, black and white. And there are only two types of academia. <laughs> Philosophical and scientific. In academia, they don't even question that theology is out of the is out of it, you know. They, and it does seem that there may no, there may not be any kind of God per se. However, social constructs are just that. Social constructs. People who deem themselves smarter have a louder voice and a bigger platform to tell you how and who and what to be. Here's the truth of the matter. The truth of the matter. Now when I say this, I speak in a quantum physics kind of way. The truth of the matter, which you are, matter. Quantum physicists agree, based on my limited research, that you are matter, that anything that you see only is because you see it that way. I see this all the time, serving and cooking in a wingnut's kitchen. When a, when a, when a, when a customer comes into the store, and it seems obvious to me that they should be able to see that the store is busy, right? Think about this. They should be able to see that the store is busy, that they are not the only ones there. And so when a server, <laughs> which is kind of interesting, which sounds like a computer program, right? When a server uh, tells them information, the information being that, hey, we are busy and your food will take a longer amount of time to get to you than you used to expect it because of the busyness, because Wingnuts is fucking popular. People like to come there. People like to get drinks there. People like to fucking be there. Clearly, because <laughs> it's fucking busy all the time. So, stepping outside of that, but being inside of it too, is interesting. And here's here, and what I mean is, I, I, I encourage you to consider, 
that the reality that you live in is not the one that you actually live in. Does that make sense? Uh, you will not see things and things will not matter. Are you following? I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm endeavoring to fucking... You need to follow this. Things will not matter, will not be of matter until you see them. Literally. Now check this out. A couple of dudes, uh, per pit fellas, came into the store. We were a packed house. We had this wild live music going on. And uh, this is not something that anybody could have known other than those within the know, I suppose. No, I don't even suppose. I fucking know. Because the oven, we used, we used to have two ovens, right? The oven latch on the right oven, it's broken. So I cannot cook in that oven. So now we're down to one oven. We've known this was an issue before. It is now very much an issue. On this night, it was an unprecedented amount of uh, busyness of sales, of people coming in wanting to eat and drink. Now, you don't know that's real until you're told it. And more importantly, until you ask why. And if you can ask why without that irritating fucking thing that you guys do, you fucking do it, and I know you do it because I do it too. That why? Fuck you if you do that. Fuck your worldview. You are a fucking ignoramus, and you are doing it willfully. Grow the fuck up. Just because you cannot see it does not mean it does not exist. Now check this out. What I mean is that these two guys that came in for a to-go order, they did not understand and they couldn't have any, fine, any kind of concept of why their to-go order was going to take 45 minutes until someone in the know explained to them, you see all these people? They all want their food as well. It's got to go through one oven. Oh, okay, then never mind. Very cool of them. Very cool of them to process the information that they were given and realize, oh, this is not worth it to us. We'll be back some other time. We'd love to, you know. Now, the true nitty and gritty of it is that you don't want the information that will lead you to the fucking actual correct answer. I will give it to you. <laughs> From day one, there has been a neglect in terms of providing the best equipment for the kitchen. It, our way nuts. This is fucking known. I'll go down to my grave fucking saying it. However, the priorities of my owners, of the owners of, ooh, shit. <laughs> you know what, I'll keep that first statement. I was gonna uh, uh, redact and adjust, but no, it's true. I suppose, I am still there. There is a sense of that, the, the, the ownership, you know. The, the store's owners, and I identify far too much with my fucking store. My fucking store. Listen to my nomenclature. Holy fuck. I take the happenings in the store that I work at very personally because I take everything very personally. 
everything. What I mean is, you know what you're doing. And I've always known what you're fucking doing. Because I'm far too smart to be led astray. And that's my superpower. Now, I've adopted this cute little store. And I've been playing small. So, it's not about me. This, this, this conversation right now is not about me. This is a conversation. This monologue is not really about me. It's about the... Fuck. Back to the point. You do not know what you do not see. And that is willful. You decide what not to see. In the same way that you decide what to see. What to feel, what to experience. You decide your experience. It is my opinion and fucking fact. <laughs> you can argue, that's fine. I love a discourse. But it is my opinion then that you do not have a keen sense of reality. You don't know what the fuck's going on. And nor does anybody else. Until you open yourself up to the fact that you do not know what the fuck is going on. Questions can be dangerous. Especially to those who do not want to give you the answer. And that goes back to my post last night. This would be Tuesday night now. If I was going to leave you any kind of wisdom from the life that I have led up until this point, it is the wisdom of asking the question, why? Why? And then receiving the answer, interpreting the data, right? Now, you have to be open to the reason why. You can't just ask it in rebellion, which I thought was super cool. And I thought, oh, why, why? And then never receiving the answer. Ugh. Let's. Then why'd you fucking ask the question in the first place? Are you willing to accept the reason why? Here's the thing. Most of the time that I have found, that I have found, this is just my own empirical data, and it's emotionally driven, of course. It's foolish to me, in my opinion. To go and research without emotion, that's half-human shit. And that's why we have this genetic engineering crap. Humans are emotionally based as well as very fine thinkers. We can do both. We are infinitely powerful. And what do I mean by infinite? The potential is untapped. We see it in our greats. We see it in the people that we admire. Mozart, Beyonce. Fantastic. Fantastic societal hackers. So why can't we do it as well? On an individual level. Now, there is always a way <laughs> to manipulate power the way that you want it to. Hitler was a prime example of willful power. As was. Mm, thinking of dictators, mostly. Stalin. Mussolini. Right. The World War II kind of guys. They, they stick in my mind because of my grandfather. He served in World War II. And 
I suppose I had a fascination with that. But there are others too. Who else? I think Russ is a very powerful thinker. I think Mother Teresa is a very powerful thinker and feeler. Look, you cannot exact your change until you are emotionally connected with your thinking. So, what do you want to do? What do you want to enact? Are your intentions truly altruistic? Or are you being selfish? Are you trying to serve the one? Or are you trying to serve others? And if you were trying to serve others, if that was your true endeavor, then you would take a step back and look at how you are self-sabotaging. If you are continually self-sabotaging and then trying to emotionally and powerfully and logically enact your vision on the world, then you will make it horrific for everybody else around you. Because then, my loves, you are only thinking of yourself in an unhealthy way. Unhealthy meaning the degradation of this planet which you were born on. Capitalism is not the only way to live. It is a shit way to live. It is authoritative. It's cleverly disguised. You were born here. And now you have to pay to live here? Look, I've also considered this. If we were just humans, like we used to be, right? In the old days. (laughs) We'd have to grow our own crops. We'd have to butcher our own meat. Assuming we even need that. And so, inevitably, there is a price to pay, I suppose. However, if we were hunting and gathering, truly, in an altruistic way, we wouldn't be taking more than we need. Because getting what we need is already hard enough at that point. I only need to hunt a deer to feed my family for four months. One deer. I could stretch it. And so then, what is progress then? Who gets left behind? So fuck you if you think all lives matter. They don't fucking matter. Not from the people that tell you all lives matter. They don't fucking care. They don't really believe all lives matter. The insecurity that they have is that their lives don't matter. And that's why they've been chasing accolades. That's why they've been chasing wealth. And that is why they will never chase actual true human connection. Not really. Not with real ones. Well, maybe not with the likes of us. And I know we know people that say that. Oh, well, shouldn't all lives matter? (laughs) No, silly goose. I suppose, in your infallible, (laughs) in your state of mind, I suppose all lives should matter. What they mean is all lives that I care about should matter. But they don't care about all lives. They don't. 
And I know this because I am that personification. I don't think all lives matter, but at least I'm fucking honest about it. I don't think your life matters, in a sense. Look, death comes for us all. So no, no, not all lives matter. Not in the way that you're saying. But there are people who are suffering under this authoritative, authoritative, Even the whitest of us are suffering. We just don't know it yet. Because we have no idea what we could be if we were unburdened with this bullshit capitalism ideology. And truly, it is a theology. Because they claim to know. Capitalist. And then I'm using generalist knowledge, uh, speak to communicate something more poignant. Because I'm speaking in general. because I do not know everybody. I only know what I see, and what I see is very limited because of my own perception of reality. I want you to know that too, first and foremost. Well, maybe not first and foremost, but at least last and foremost. I felt an impression to share this with you and anyone who would listen. Question your reality. Because I do, all the time. Every time, all the time. You've heard it. Every, the more that I delve into, I suppose, my madness, the more sane I feel. Because I am wanting to delve deeply into my uncomfortability. My uncomfortable. And what makes me uncomfortable? If what makes me uncomfortable is a thought experiment, when I see citizens of the earth living in actual horrendous discomfort, then I need to go deeper. That's my impression. That's my emotional belief. That's my reality. My friends, you should not be as comfortable as you are with exploitation of you and the people around you. We are constantly being exploited and exploiting each other. Now, what is the solution? I don't know. But do you know what I can tell you? As I've been dwelling on these heavy things. Oh, and they're fucking heavy. I will tell you this. I'll tell you this. Maybe this is the answer. You know what I've got to see these past two days. Every time I've driven to work. Well, these, these past two times I've driven to work. I got to see somebody uh, take, uh, taking a moment out of their day to tell somebody else, hey, your tire's flat on your truck. 
Oh, I didn't know. Thank you. Thank you. That's very nice. And then just yesterday, somebody didn't secure the wood that they bought from Walmart properly, and it fell out of their truck. Nor did they drive properly to keep the wood in their truck. That didn't stop a kind person to put their car in park in a busy intersection and help this older man put the wood back. Whatever could be salvaged back in the truck. I got to see this. In the depths of my cat... Cataclysm? No, that's too dramatic. But you know what, that's the word I'm going to use, because I, I can't think of anything else to continue. Into the cataclysm of depth, fuck, depression. I'm so distracted now, with love. I want you to hear what I'm saying. Here's another thing I would tell you. I am absolutely in love with my daughter, Jessica. She does come off as airheaded to other people. Her head is in the clouds as well. But they are different clouds. She's a constant researcher. She makes savvy financial decisions, but is also impulsive. But her laugh, her smile, the way that she holds me, the way that she tickles my back. I'm afraid science will never be able to explain that, how meaningful that is to me. So with all of this, I suppose this philosophy that I have in my head. <laughs> what I truly believe is that we are all one. All of this perceived good or bad. Morality. is always going to be debated. <laughs> so, it will always be debated. Now, we can talk about causation. We can talk about nature's, nature versus nurture. Who done it? Who did it first? Whatever the fuck. How do we move forward is the more important question and the more important debate. There is a endless expanse of knowledge. And yes, I find myself questioning what is true because there is so much available and anyone has a voice. So some dick who believes in fascism and who knows the technological aspects of the internet in the dark web and from there on to the actual internet that everybody has access to. Excuse me. Can manipulate the narrative. And they know that. They know that they have that power. Fuck. 
you must always ask why. Follow the dollar. Follow it. Ask yourself, who benefits most from what I'm hearing? Who benefits most? Can I trust them? Can I trust that? I'm not asking you to delve into consp- to conspiracy theory. In fact, I'm shy. I want you to uh, go away from conspiracy theory and get into reality. Governments and secret societies have always existed. You're naive to think they don't. You're fucking naive. However, the structure and their um, motivations, well, I don't know definitively what their machinations are. But I do know they should be kept in check by the masses asking why. Be fucking annoying. Be a problem to the establishment. Because they think they know everything. And they don't. The truth of the matter is they don't. And I think they're terrified of that. Because I'm terrified of what I don't know either. Or two. One thing that I do when I consider powerful entities, governments, conspiracy theorists, oh, and in my own little localized environment of the Wingnuts Kitchen, the Wingnuts Kitchen, you know, I am a powerful entity there. Big fish in a little pond, you could say. Or I would say, I have felt that I am a big fish in a little pond. There are so many aspects in regards to the lives of the people that I interact with in my own little ecosystem that I don't know. They don't tell me, they don't share it, because they want it to be private. That's fine. <laughs> uh. So then, how do you know? How do you know that what you're feeling about somebody else, what you think you know about somebody else. How do you know that is true? You don't. Point of fact, you don't. No. You have assumptions. But you don't. But you don't know. Again, now, with more love and kindness, I want to communicate the emotion of what I have to say again. Before you react to somebody, please, ask why. Why would they be acting this way? Are they in pain? 
Is this a pain that I cannot see, but is still very fucking real for me? My brothers and sisters, we do not know. So we must get comfortable with asking why. Alright, enough of the hiccups. I'm going to bed. Love you. Oh, fuck. Light and love. And do no harm, but take no shit. Always ask why. <laughs>